Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Everybody say Holy Ghost. Come on, say it again, Holy Ghost. And then shout the protagonist. Now, protagonist is a, is a big word. It's a, it's, a, it's a big word. And, um, but everybody knows a protagonist. Like, um, if you are watching a movie, for the sake of my age, let me use John Wayne. If you are watching a movie and John Wayne, John Wayne, cowboy movie, John Wayne, he would normally be a protagonist. That means, and it, when we were children, we used to call them blow man. Okay? So that is, the, that is the protagonist there. The protagonist, or you are watching another thing, and then the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man is the, the, the protagonist. So the protagonist is defined as the leading character or one of the major characters in a play, a film, or a novel. So you are reading a novel, you are watching a play, or a film or movie, the main character there is a protagonist, or one of the major characters is the protagonist. The protagonist is the main figure, or one of the most prominent figures in a situation. So a situation, something is happening, and then there is somebody who is playing a major role. The person is a major character or feature, and we say that this person is a protagonist. Simply, he's a chief character, He's a champion of a particular cause or an idea. So maybe you can call me a protagonist of the love revolution. So the person is a, is a, is a character, is a champion or a chief character in a particular cause or idea. The way something is going, the, the person is a, is, a, is a leading figure. Now, I call the Holy Ghost the protagonist. And that's because I'm looking at the, he's the protagonist of the whole episode in the upper room. So I could have said, Holy Ghost, the protagonist of the upper room experience. I just took away the upper room experience. So I'm looking at the upper room on the day of Pentecost, and I'm looking at that thing like um, a kind of a movie. I'm looking at it like something that was staged, an event that was staged, and the whole, the, the, the whole event is so powerful and the event has captured the world for years and the whole world has been talking about the day of Pentecost, the day of Pentecost the day of Pentecost and we've used it to sing songs, we've used it to write books, people have tried to to, to, to people have tried to replicate it and so on and so forth but that whole thing about the day of Pentecost is an encounter and the whole encounter the protagonist is the Holy Ghost everything that happened there pointed to one person and and that person was the Holy Ghost everything about us will be about the Holy Ghost everything that is taking place here will be about the Holy Ghost we want to see the Holy Ghost in everything that we do somebody shout the protagonist the Bible said, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, the Bible said that they were all together with, with one accord in one place. 
And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and cloven tongues as of fire appeared on each of them. And the Bible said, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So the Bible said that on the day of Pentecost, something happened. Now, I want to be talking about a few things today. First of all, I want to talk about the waiting, the waiting. Then I'll talk about the wind, and then I'll talk about the fire. But let me begin with the waiting. And that the Holy Ghost was the reason. He's the protagonist because he is the reason why they were sitting in the upper room. The reason why they were sitting in the upper room, the, way, the reason they were waiting was the Holy Ghost. They were just waiting for the Holy Ghost. When we come for our services, the reason we've come for the service is because we have attended the service. That is why we have a time we close. You know, I'm a revivalist by nature. And every revivalist, what you want is the peak of the Holy Ghost. And you do a meeting. And you don't see the Holy Ghost move. And you don't see the Holy Ghost as touch people. Let me use a very good word. If you don't see the Holy Ghost as messed up people, as a revivalist, you are not happy. When you do a meeting and you finish and the women, everybody's makeup is intact. And the men, everybody's tie is intact. Oh, as a revivalist, you are not happy. You want to finish a meeting and people have cried. People have rolled on the floor. Men have pulled their ties down. And then you finish a meeting and you are walking into your office. And people are lying on the stage and lying on the platform. Oh, Jesus. As a revivalist. As a revivalist, you don't want to go to a meeting which is starting at 10. And by 8 o'clock, the place is not full. A revivalist, you will get angry. You will be charged. You will be like, why don't people, these people love God? A revivalist, when you go into a meeting which is supposed to start at 10. By 9, 8 o'clock, you want to see the place is full. And people are struggling to get in. And so many times, and I will show you something when I get to the fire. A lot of times, revivalists look like they are mad people. And that's because what is normal to everybody is not normal to them. They are full of this fire. So the whole thing is about waiting. It's about waiting. The, the, so the revivalists will not have a closing time. You, you can't put, you, you cannot put time on him. Because you see, there is a reason he is waiting and he's waiting for the Holy Ghost to appear. He's not waiting for when you are hungry and you want to go home. You can clap your hands again. That is why revivalists function better when they travel to another person's church. And that's because in another person's church, and I'm talking about churches where they don't put time on him. I go into a meeting and my mind is on the protagonist. My mind is not on you sitting there because you are not the protagonist. On that day of Pentecost, the disciples were not the protagonist. The Holy Ghost was the protagonist. Everybody was waiting for the Holy Ghost. They were waiting for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was the reason they were waiting in the upper room. And you know what, Listen, ladies and gentlemen, from today, you and I should make up our mind that when we go into his presence, we will wait until something happens. 
We will wait until something happens. And watch this. The Holy Ghost knows where to find you. But oh boy, I pray. Listen, may God make you different from today's Christian. Today's Christian is a practitioner of religion. Yes, the day's Christian of the upper room was a Holy Ghost encounter seeker. May you be a Holy Ghost encounter seeker. May you be somebody who is looking for the Holy Ghost. No, 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 watch this. Why? Why did you leave the church? Somebody offended me. Is there somebody the protagonist? Oh, the pastor said something I didn't like. Is the pastor the protagonist? I declare to you the Holy Ghost is a protagonist. When you come and you sit in desert pastures and you know the Holy Ghost is a protagonist, the Holy Ghost is the boss. It doesn't matter. Oh, my. Why were you late? Oh, I was late for the service because when the choir was singing, I was not part of it. I didn't like the way the choir was singing. Is the choir the protagonist? I don't like the way the prayer meeting was going. Is that the protagonist? Listen, you come here and the protagonist is the one you are looking at. You are waiting. He knows where to find you. And leaders must get filled with the spirit first. And that's why you and I, as shepherds, we must be filled with the Holy Ghost first. The Holy Ghost must come upon us. The Holy Ghost must fill us. And look at the way Jesus said it. He said, and behold, I send you the promise of the Father. I send the promise of the Father unto you. I send the promise of the Father unto you. I send the promise of the Father unto you. I send the promise of the Father unto you. Father unto you. So he's going into heaven and he's said the father is giving you one promise waiting wait until you are endued with power now let me ask you a question the time you were sharing the grace is the most boring part of the service i have gone to many many church services the most boring part is during the time we are sharing the grace because by the time they are sharing the grace, they are tired and everybody wants to go home. Sometimes, by the time you are sharing the grace, about one third of the church have left. When we go to the meetings, we wait for, we, we look for different things. Some are sitting there, they don't even understand why they are there. They are not hungry. Huh? These ones sat in the upper room and they were waiting for the protagonist. They said he told us to tarry in Jerusalem until we are endued with power. So you know what? We will not go until we are connected to the power. We, we get up and leave even when the power has not arrived. I'm praying that you will learn to wait. I'm praying that you will learn to worship until something happens. I'm praying that you will wait until something happens. So you know what? Until something happens, we will not leave. There is a man called Jacob who had an encounter with God, wrestled with the angel of the Lord throughout the night. My Bible said at a certain point, the angel told him, he said, let me go because the day is breaking. And he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. And the Bible said, he blessed him there. Look at the number of times you leave a meeting and you are dry, no blessing, nothing, nothing. And then like Aaron, they tell them they need a, a, a golden calf. 
Um, we, we, we need a golden calf. We need to worship this kind of gods which the Egyptians worship. And people are looking for the spirit of religion. They want religion. This is the time. Now, at the time I'm releasing you to go home from a service, you are as dry as firewood. In fact, you are even more dry than you came in. It's just like somebody who goes to the hospital and is sick. And the doctor has not seen you yet. And the doctor has seen you, but they are doing some scans and they are running some labs. And you tell them, doctor, time to coffee. Let me tell you, most of you return home after a church service with the sickness you came with to the church. Because God did not do anything about the sickness. You just got up and you left. And the same way you came is the same way you are living. And we are saying that the world is very serious. We too, let's wait on the Holy Ghost. 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 He said, but tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. That means the closing time is when you are endued with power. The closing time is not when you want to run away. The closing time is when you are endued with power. The Holy Ghost is the protagonist. And my Bible said that, and while they were sitting there, suddenly... There was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the room. Now, the Holy Ghost is the protagonist because they were waiting for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the protagonist because everything that appeared or everything that happened in that room on that day pointed to the Holy Spirit. The wind pointed to the Holy Spirit. The sound of the wind pointed to the Holy Ghost. The Bible said the wind blew it where it listed. You hear the sound thereof, but you cannot tell from whence it coming. And whither it goeth, so is every man that is born of the Spirit. The wind blows where it wants. Now this sound was like the sound of the mighty wind, and it filled the room. Oh, Jesus. When I read the New Testament, I don't see Holy Ghost with a doctrine. I see Holy Ghost with an experience. And a person. I see upper room, he appears, and everything scatters because there's noise. They hear sound. Not only the preacher hearing it, not just a few spiritual people hearing, everybody's hearing the sound like a wind. I remember one day the play, the disciples praying, and the Bible said the ground on which they were praying started shaking like an earthquake. Shaking like an earthquake. Clap your hands. Waiting. 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 You are waiting for something to happen. Oh, I'm just going to pray for one hour. No. Jesus prayed one hour, came back. Are you sleeping? Went and came again, they are sleeping. Went and came again, they are sleeping. He said, now get up, let's go. The son of man has been betrayed into the hands of sinners. It's too late now. Get up, let's go. I gave you one hour, you didn't change. Gave you another hour, you didn't change. Gave you another hour, you didn't change. Now it's too late. Get up, let's go. Waiting, 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 waiting. And the wind, and the wind, the wind is talking about the force. It is talking about the, the force is talking about the fast nature of the move of things. It's talking about how things can happen fast. You see, when the wind of the Holy Ghost begins to blow and the Holy Ghost comes into a place, 
things happen very fast. Things happen fast. You see the shirt I'm wearing? Where I bought it, they have not followed me up. They didn't call me to come for the second one. I wore the thing, I liked it. I said, Kai, another one. Kai, another one. Kai, another one. And if you add it, we'll lie, another one. They didn't follow me. Listen, sometimes too much follow up means your product is suspicious. Look, and people know the value of the thing. You will not invite them. So you know what? The time we spend chasing people, if we spend it in the room praying, the people will come. Can you imagine if Akayet Hotel, instead of spending their time to make the Akayet Hotel very nice and then make it very active, they are rather roaming in town, inviting people, come to Akayet Hotel, come to Akayet Hotel, come to Akayet Hotel. They will not come. As a matter of fact, the thing is that you are likely to get the negative result because you are not taking care of the place well. You are looking for people to come to the Akayet Hotel and they come and the place is not nice. They won't return again. But when you spend the time and make the Akayet Hotel very nice, one person comes, he will go and bring another. Now, let me tell you what happens. When you are not taking care of a church well and you are rather doing soul winning, when you bring in the souls, they get discouraged, they leave, they don't come back. But when you charge the church with energy, one person who strays into the church goes and says, hey, go and see what we are missing. Go and see what we are missing. You know what? Take care of your house before you go and bring people into the house. Take care of your house before you go and bring people into your house. Because if you don't take care of the house and you bring people into the house, they will come and see rubbish. Rubbish. Wind, fire. Listen, when the wind blows, you don't add two souls to a church in a month. Four months, you add three souls. No, 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 no. When the wind is blowing, boy, within one week, a church can be packed with people sitting in the overflow. And I'm praying for the wind of the Holy Ghost to blow in our churches and everywhere. Let the wind be so big and so strong that we will shut down the Bogatanga market because the power of God is moving over here. I pray in the name of Jesus, we invite the wind of the Holy Ghost to the upper to the upper room. And the upper room is the desert pastures and the the upper room is where your church and your family and your business is. We ask in the name of Jesus, let the wind of the Holy Ghost blow in the name of Jesus. And my Bible said the wind blows where it listeth. You hear the sound thereof, but you cannot tell from whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is he that is born of the Spirit of God. The wind of God has blown in a place like America. The wind of God blew in the revival in Europe. The wind of God has blown in 
in some parts of the world like Nigeria and the revival is everywhere and churches are exploding with the numbers father we pray in the name of Jesus let the wind of the Holy Ghost begin to blow in the upper east region region of Ghana I pray for the wind of the Holy Ghost in Bogatanga where I live in Kumasi and Accra where you live in London where you live in Germany where you live may the wind of the Holy Ghost come upon us in the mighty name of Jesus come on somebody clap your hands and scream it like your voice is yours sound like a rush listen may everything in your life begin to rush I didn't hear you say amen your growth is rushing your increase is rushing in the name of the Lord Jesus may everything rush your prosperity rushing your marriage is rushing your, your getting of children is rushing that is the way a wind is a wind is always rushing your success is rushing the goodness and the mercy of God on your life everything is rushing come on shout rushing now listen we wait for the Holy Ghost until the day of Pentecost. But when the time comes and the wind must blow, we won't wait for the wind again. Suddenly, 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 I hear a sudden wind blowing in somebody's life. That suddenly you have become that millionaire you thought you would be suddenly you have become that successful person you thought you would be suddenly your church is growing the way it should grow suddenly your family is growing the way it should grow in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ come on shout a yes and praise oh Jesus and the wind just reminded them about the way the Holy Ghost operates. I want to tell you, the way you are operating is not Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost is the protagonist of your activity, it will be like a wind. <laughs> Moses, everybody and the way he understands God. Everybody and the way he understands God. Look, Joshua, a church which doesn't grow, the Holy Ghost is not there. Forget it. No matter what you think, the Holy Ghost is not there. You can deceive yourself that, look, this fire is so hot, people are running away from the fire. Mm -mm. Holy Ghost fire, no, and Pamunipa, a Trinipa. That is why I can stand in church and everybody's happy, but I'm not. I'm irritated by everything. Everything is charging me. And that's because, you see, I'm reading the indicators. I'm like a doctor who has put somebody on life support. And I have come to the, to the, to the, to the room where the patient is lying on the bed. And I'm hearing, tink, 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 pum, 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 pum. And the thing is indicating that the oxygen is finishing. This man is going to die. And I'm standing there and I'm shouting at nurses. And another person is standing there hearing the pum, 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 pum. And he has started dancing. Because he thinks it's music. Me too. I am seeing a state of emergency. But you are not seeing it. I am telling you. Something is about to die. 
and you are dancing to the thing as if it's music. Somebody come and clap your hand. Listen. You see this building we are in? If the Holy Ghost moves, genuine move of the Holy Ghost, within three months you can fill up this whole church. First service, second service, third service, fourth service, fifth service. And that's because you know what? You will shut down the Bogatanga market. That is the way the Holy Ghost moves. That is the Holy Ghost. Listen. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. Holy Ghost, I would do it. I would say, oh, Kakrebi, Kitwebi, and Sha, and a Kakra, Kray, Benumusu. What now, no man, Sio Kakra? I know the Holy Ghost who opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing until we don't have a room enough to pray to contain it and i prophesy on everybody's life today anybody who can believe the voice of a prophet anybody that can believe the voice of a revivalist anybody that can believe the voice of a preacher i declare upon you right now may everything begin to grow fast for you may you begin to move like a wind in the name of jesus the holy ghost is like a wind now watch this when that wind blew peter preached a message and one day one day three thousand souls were added when peter was preaching here other apostles were preaching there other apostles were preaching there on that day when they gathered the total number of souls they won in a day three thousand and the bible said there was a time they preach and preach and preach and five thousand souls were added to the church within a short time within a short time the protagonist with the wind the fire cloven tongues like fire represented the fieriness of the holy ghost listen the holy ghost is fiery the holy ghost is fiery the, 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 the holy ghost is fiery and people that are full of the Holy Ghost, boy, they are full of energy. They move, they are fiery. Something is burning inside of them. A shepherd or a worker of the kingdom must be on fire. The Bible said we must be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Don't be slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. The, the fire of the Holy Ghost, is, it, it, it moves. When you see Jesus caning people in the church, it's part of the fire. When you see him talking to Pharisees and scribes, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, is the fire. When you see John the Baptist say, you brood of vipers, who has warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come? It is the fire. Somebody shout fire. Come on, somebody shout fire. Come on, shout fire. Sometimes I look at, I look at some leaders around me and I'm like, can you really lead? Can you lead with this kind of spirit? This is shepherd's summit. I inject some fire into you in the name of Jesus. Fire in your eyes, fire in your chest, fire in your body, fire in your legs, fire in your stomach. If you can shout, you are receiving it right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody say fire! Cloving tongues like fire. 
appeared and rested on them. Cloving tongues like as of fire appeared and rested on them. And the reason why that the cloving tongues was like fire was that the fire is announcing that this protagonist is like a wind and this protagonist is like a fire. This protagonist is like a wind and this protagonist is like a fire. So you know what? If you see somebody who is full of the Holy Ghost, you will see the two things. Fire, wind, fire, wind, fire, wind. But you see, the intents of the fire, they may not be noisy like I am. And the Bible said, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Cloving tongues as of fire rested on them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they speak with tongues. They began to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. So they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Why? Why would the Holy Ghost fill them? Why would the Holy Ghost fill them? Why is he the protagonist? Why is he filling us? Why is he occupying us the way he does? He's occupying us the way he does. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I like that one. Somebody say, quicken your mortal body. Come on, shout it again, quicken your mortal body. Now, the work these disciples was going to do was great. They were going to be witnesses for him in Judea, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and onto the uttermost parts of the earth. They were going to need a lot of energy, and they were going to move. They needed a lot of energy. They, their bodies had to be strong. They, they needed, oh, Emmanuel, they would go through shipwreck. Some of them would be imprisoned. And you know, in those days, they put you in prison. The kind of beating, they will beat you up. If the Holy Ghost doesn't quicken your mortal body, you will die. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.